what is different with Jamison Battle? Is it on the player himself? Is it coaching? Is it a combination? But what is going on from the stud we saw in 2021 to what we got this year in 2022-2023? We're going to talk about it and dive in deep today on Locked On Golden Gophers. You are Locked On Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here. We're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden turns out, Gophers. Turns out, we're just keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Now, like I said, we're finishing February with every single day, including the weekends. So I want to know what you want to hear. And I want to know today, drop it in the comments. If you have any questions, a mailbag of sorts, things that you need answered, whether it come to Gophers, basketball, men's and women's hockey, football, you name it. Let me know down in the comments. We'll get those questions answered, but I appreciate your time. Now, today we are talking about Jameson Battle because something has felt off. Something has felt different. Something has felt just a little bit out of place when it comes to what we've seen from the Gopher star on the basketball court. Now, last year, he was an absolute freak, an absolute stud, and he showed out this year. It's been a little bit of a hit and miss, a little bit of a roller coaster, a little bit of an up and down. So we're going to dive into that deep today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to subscribe on YouTube as well while you are over there. Now, let's dive in on JMO. Now, what are the differences contributing to this year? Now, there are a couple things that are contributing to this, this drop, this difference, this just slight offness this season. And I believe one is adjusting to playing with another high tier player in Dawson Garcia. Now, before you come at me, before you go in the comments, before you go wild saying, wait, Peyton Willis scored 15.9 points a game last year and he was a baller and he shot lights out from deep and yes I agree with you I know now Peyton Willis plays completely different style of game a completely different approach a completely different position than Dawson Garcia so yes it might have worked smoothly with Willis but it isn't a one-for-one because Dawson Garcia who plays both inside and outside fills spaces more similar to Jamison than a Peyton Willis would and just shares the floor differently with someone like Jamison Battle the spacing on the floor is different and finding spacing on the floor is much different than what we saw with Peyton Willis. So they're still adjusting. And on top of that, having Dawson Garcia get knocked out for multiple games, that's not going to help when you start to finally maybe start to feel a flow, start to feel a grasp of how you can work off of each other. Then somebody goes down and it kind of shifts up everything you do all of how you play, that's going to throw a wrench into things, make things a little less consistent, a little less smooth. And so I think that has a little bit to do with what we're seeing. But on top of that, a large majority of the season, no players have really been able to take on a significant scoring load, especially with Dawson Garcia out. Now, the people 
not having to worry about another score, especially again, once Dawson Garcia had left for multiple games on hand, that's when teams can really, really start to scheme specifically to Jameson Battle and make him take difficult shots, bad shots, or try to take him out of the game completely. And so you look at the games where Dawson Garcia was missing, Jamison Battle only scored double figures in two out of those five straight games. On top of that, he only had multiple shot attempts over 15 one time in that streak. So it's just like the opportunities were gone. The scheming was definitely to take him out of the game in which some games, even with Dawson Garcia on the floor, that would still be the case where they try and take away Jameson. But Dawson gave you an approach where, you know what? Okay, take him and we're going to feed Dawson. And we're going to run some, we're going to run the system a little bit to get other guys on the floor shots like we're always going to do, but we can fall back on Dawson. Now, when Jameson Battle and Dawson are both on the floor, then sometimes when Dawson starts going crazy, they have to start to take him out of the game, and that opens up Jameson Battle to get more shots, to create more on his own. So that is a huge impact, especially in those games. So you pair that. You pair the pair the fact that Dawson was gone. Nobody else really has taken on a scoring load outside of Jameson Battle. And then you pair it on top with, him still getting familiar with not only Dawson Garcia, but also with the freshmen, with people incorporating themselves. That leads to our next point of players on the floor haven't been able to run a more complex system to its finest. Freshmen are still getting up to speed. People are still getting into their natural swing, into their natural flow of things. I mean, on top of the freshmen still getting into the full speed of the system, Talon Cooper has had moments where he's still getting up to speed. Torres Samuels has had moments where he's still getting up to speed. Heck, even Drayden Thompson, who has been here for over this past year over the last couple years now is still getting used to and up to speed with the system now if this system fully works is still up for debate it's still up for judgment we'll see if this system is even really something that is good in college basketball we still have to see that but for for the first step in that process we have to be able to see these guys understand the system fully, be able to run it up to speed and be at their best within it. And I don't think you can say that has happened at all quite yet. Now, that being said, what makes it complex is players playing many different roles on the floor, given the five on the floor. Now, for example, Josh Ola Joseph, there's moments where he's playing the four. There's a lot of moments where he's playing the four position within that one through five on the court. But there's times where he'll switch to the three if both Pharrell Payne and Dawson Garcia are in, or Pharrell Payne and Trayton Thompson are both in the game, Joshua Joseph bumps down to the three. But there's also some lineups where Joshua Joseph could see himself in the five role. If you're playing a three-guard lineup, which earlier in the year we saw with guys like Talon Cooper, Jaden Henley, Torres Samuels on the floor, and then Jameson Battle with... um, Joshua Joseph, Joshua Joseph is playing the five in that position. And so when you're calling a zipper play, if Joshua Joseph doesn't understand where the five needs to be, how the five plays in that zipper play, because he's still understanding it as the four, but the four does a completely different role and a different concept within that, then the five 
confusion happens. Maybe you get a half a half take of a play because he doesn't really know where he's supposed to be or what his purpose is in that five roll. Maybe he's supposed to set a screen before he receives the ball at the top of the key to help initiate the play, but he doesn't set the screen because he doesn't realize that that is a part of the momentum to drive another factor of that play. That's just one example. There are times where Jaden Henley could be playing the one, the two, or the three, depending on who's on the floor. There's times where Jameson Battle could be playing the two, three, the four, and sometimes even the one ball as the ball handler, depending on who is on the floor or what the purpose of the play is. So you see how things can get confusing, especially as a freshman on the court playing 20 plus minutes and you're still trying to get up to speed, whereas you're playing against veteran teams in the Big Ten that bang around, that bruise around, and they understand how to defend. They, it does, they don't need to know your play. They know where they need to be within space of their defensive presence to be able to put themselves between the basket, the ball, and you. And so you have all that going on. You have veteran stalwarts on defense, and you don't fully know what the play is from a certain position might have a confusion as far as, Oh, you know what? The two does this, but when I'm in the three, I have to do this. You see how it can get complex, how it can get confusing and why it might not be so smooth. Now, maybe for a younger team like this, you have to dumb it down, but at the same time, we're so far behind in their standings. We're so far, so far behind in general. Why wouldn't you just allow these guys to really fully develop in the live speed action so hopefully next year you can have more flowing, more flawless offensive approach? So I think that's why the Gophers are continuing to really harp on it and rather than simplifying what they're doing. So you take all that, you put it together, you're talking about adjusting to playing with another high tier player that plays more like you as opposed to Peyton Willis, adjusting to take on more of a scoring load and not have any help to take it away so that defenses are scheming more specifically towards you and then on top of that your teammates and maybe even yourself not fully knowing the system and how it needs to work at times depending on the positions you're playing all of that has led to some chaos some confusion when it comes to Jameson Battle and his typical scoring self. Now you add all that together and you take one more factor of he has taken on a lot more defensively. And this should not go understated. He is often taking on the opposing, the best wings of the opposing team, sometimes the best guards of the opposing team, and giving them fits for spurts. Now, he's not locking them down completely like Marcus Smart shutting it down, defensive player of the year type things, but he's having large spurts where he's giving these players fits and he may be taking them out of the approach that they want to take against the Gophers offensively, which then allows the Gophers to stay in the game longer than what many anticipate, even against some of these really good teams in the Big Ten. He's taken on a Chris Murray and given him ha- given him fits at times. Trace Jackson Davis, Jalen Pickett, Jet Howard, Terrence Shannon Jr., Michael Mayer. Now, this isn't to say that he neutralized those players. It's far from that. They A lot of them have finished with strong totals in the points department. But in most of these games, those players were held in check for a vast majority of the game up through maybe the mid 
earlier mid second half where all of a sudden they start to come alive they come up they get scoring in bunches and they get themselves back to their normal totals because their coaches don't take them out of the game they find different ways to get them a ball which is something we haven't really been doing with Jameson Battle and we're going to talk about that coming up next but I want to stress that those defensive contributions that Jameson Battle has been adding substantially this year have They've been much larger than any point throughout his entire career so far, but that doesn't always show in the box score. So like I said, those other coaches, they find ways to scheme their best players to get them shots, to get them back into their habits, even if they haven't had a good scoring load through 20 minutes, through 25, through 30 minutes, they'll find ways to get them the ball, get them the shots. And as the other defenses gas out, as they wear down, that's when their players get back in the box score. And that's what the Gophers need to do with someone like Jameson Battle. So that's what we're going to talk about coming up next. First, a word from our friends over at Bill Bar. You can find them in local Walmarts and local Sam's Clubs starting now and moving forward. So definitely be sure to go and find them wherever you can get them because they're that delicious protein-powered packed bar with 17 grams of protein perfect to tide you over after a workout or from dinner to or lunch to dinner breakfast to lunch you name it these things i love them i love them and i can't get enough of them on top of the fact that they have different flavors coming out all the time so definitely give them a look and if you want to see all the different flavor options head over to built.com and while you're there you can use promo code lockdown 15 to get 15 percent off your next order so check it out at your local walmart at your local sam's club or at built.com where you can save 15 percent with code lockdown 15 now one thing that has to be stated a little bit there are some personal worries personal thoughts when it comes to jameson battle and the struggles that have been up and down this year and one of them comes with confidence i think there's been multiple instances where jameson just doesn't look like he's fully confident in himself or maybe he's still bouncing back from the injuries that he's had in the season maybe he's still coming back into full form from those injuries but there's just moments where he doesn't look like he's fully confident in the shot he's fully confident in the looks he's getting sometimes it looks like he's playing out of his normal role or style of play and that confidence it's definitely been up and down and Jameson Battle last year especially and in moments this year is a player who really thrives with his self-confidence with the swagger he carries about himself and when he gets into that mode when he gets into that flow state he's an absolute dog to guard I mean people have fits trying to guard this guy and so when he's in the mode when he's in the zone when he's in that flow state he believes he can knock down any shot at any point any three any pull up any fade away he can hit it and you can see that visibly on the court this guy knows he's that guy but there's been multiple games now where it's like it doesn't feel like he has that confidence it doesn't feel like he has that full extreme self-belief in himself and then he looks to get others involved which isn't a bad thought process or idea to have but knowing where this team is and knowing what this team is and how young they are he honestly he deserves to be more selfish in this current space with this team and this team needs him to be a little bit more selfish in my opinion but 
that confidence, it's definitely been a roller coaster this year. So it's something to keep an eye on. And as we see a more confident Jameson Battle, we typically see his better night scoring. So I think that paired with maybe a little bit less explosion from his foot injury that hampered him and made him miss the first, I believe, five games of the season. That's something that definitely people haven't fully thought about when it comes to Jameson Battle and how he creates. I talked with Ryan James over at 247. Definitely knows ball. He knows exactly what he's talking about. And I just wanted to pick his thoughts as far as does it look different? Does it look like Jameson is maybe adjusting his shots a little bit more as opposed to kind of moving through his own, you know, going aggressively, moving through his motion naturally? What Ryan James said to me at the time, and this was probably a lot earlier in the season, maybe in that early to mid-January stages, he said, you know what, it looks like he's getting less separation, less explosiveness from that foot injury, so he's not creating as much separation in his shots, which means the defenders are closer by, and it just seems like that's probably why his shot is adjusting a little bit more, and he doesn't have as much separation to work with, and so... The shot just isn't looking the same. And I think that's understated. I don't think people think about that enough. Now, we've been seeing more and more, a more and more confident, a more and more maybe separating Jameson Battle, especially when we look at yesterday's game against Illinois. I think it's starting to get back to the point where he's he's feeling himself a little bit more. Maybe he's feeling a little bit more closer to 100%. And so that could be playing a factor in things that could be Maybe he's now finally adjusting to a more condensed space. I mean, some of the shots I saw him get up against Illinois in his 31-point game yesterday, they were a lot tighter windows than he normally plays with, but he's knocking them down because I feel like he's made the adjustment of, okay, even if you're going to get closer to me, I know how I need to shoot this without completely distorting my approach or my angle on my shot to be able to get a good look and a full follow-through on the ball. So that's definitely something that could have been hampering the normal scoring load that we're seeing from Jameson Battle over that course of the season last year. Now, the final thing to me is usage. And this comes more on the Gophers coaching staff and how they're using Jameson Battle because usage-wise, it feels like, especially early on, especially as they were trying to make uh, Jameson Battle and Dawson Garcia cohabitate on the floor. It felt like they were trying to box Jameson Battle in more as a spot-up shooter rather than an ISO creator, an aggressive player that we know and we love. And statistically, that kind of shows too, and we're going to dive into the stats on that one here in just a second, but think about that. Jameson Battle being able to create in the mid-range to ISO, to be aggressive, drive, pull up, fade away, that's Jamison Battle. Jamison Battle has the skills, the talent, and the aggressive approach to do something like that. But having him be a spot-up guy, having him just come off screens and try to take looks or take a lot of set shots late in the clock, that isn't who Jamison is. Jamison is able to, yes, take those shots late in the clock, but allow him to get to the spot on the floor that he feels more comfortable or be able to get his guy in more of a one-on-one approach as opposed to some get to a spot on the floor and get ready to be open for a shot. That just the usage for Jamison has felt off. And I think the numbers show that as well. 
All right, this one is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. And so you know what? It is time to talk about our friends at LinkedIn Jobs and talk about this user base that they have of over 875 million user profiles. You're talking about you want to post your job about your small business to find the right teammate in 2023? Well, then you got to be over on LinkedIn Jobs and you can create a job post for free over at linkedin.com slash locked on college. And you can use things like targeted tools to make sure you're finding the right candidates, simple screening tools, and using other member profiles within your organization or posting saying you're hiring so that your network can work for you to find the right candidates and the right people that you are looking for. Now, it's simple, it's easy, it's quick, and it's free. Head over to linkedin.com slash college to post about your job for free today. Terms and conditions apply. Now, JMO is an efficient volume scorer in my opinion and the offense can still run efficiently through Dawson Garcia but the team needs to have spurts that allow Jameson Battle to take over and be the guy there should also be times where they don't share the floor at the same time to stress their strengths and change up the offensive approach and the look that the offense gives at different capacities in the game there should be times where it runs through Dawson inside and out there should be times where it runs through JMO and more of an iso scoring situation and more of a uh slashing and being able to find his own, create his own shots, different situations, being able to, you know, if he needs to launch up a a step back three because he has the confidence generating, he has that swagger, and he knows that he can do it just like we've seen in games past and in years past. So let's take a look at 2021. In 2021, he had 11 games with 15 or more points and one or not 15 or more points he had 11 games with 15 or more attempts that is where i'm going with this 15 or more attempts in one game of of 20 attempts now also in 2021 he had 21 games of the 29 they played where he was shooting above 40 percent then you take a look at 2021 and he had 14 out of 29 games with 18 or more points but it wasn't just 18 or more points, even on the point, the nights where he wasn't scoring 18 or more on those 15 other games, he was still seeing a vast majority of them scoring in double figures. He had only two out of 29 games where he had single digit scoring in 2021. But you flip that to now, you flip that to 2022, and it is quite the difference. Not only are his totals down overall across the board when it comes to shooting percentage, when it comes to three-point percentage, when it comes to scoring, rebounding, the only category in which he is statistically up right now is assists, and it's only by 0.8 assists a game. But the scoring has taken a significant drop. The shooting percentages have taken a significant drop. Even the rebounding has been basically cut in half. And then you look at those same categories we were just talking about. Seven games of the 21 played so far have 15 or more attempts. And that stat itself is pretty wild in my opinion because during that 10-game losing streak, there were only two games in which he had more than 15 attempts. You're losing 10 straight games and only two of those, you're best scorer from last year one of your best players on the entire team has more than 15 attempts and one of those was yesterday against Illinois 
And on top of that, there was a large portion of time where Dawson Garcia wasn't even on the floor. And in that time, only one out of the five games that Dawson Garcia missed, Jameson Battle had more than 15 attempts. But what, like we've talked about, Jameson Battle is an efficient volume scorer. You give him more and more attempts, he's still putting them in at a high clip, at a high capacity. So why when your other star player is down, is Jamison Battle not getting more manufactured touches and looks? That doesn't make any sense, and that is on coaching. So how do we fix that? How do we get better at that? Because that is only looking at one of those four aspects we talked about, just simply at the attempts. So seven out of the 21 games has Jamison had more than 15 attempts in 2022. But then you look at shooting above 40%. Now, in 2021, we said he had 29 or 21 of 29 games above 40%. This year, he has 12 of 21 games above 40%. Then you look at the games with 18-plus points. He has six out of the 21 games that have 18-plus points, as opposed to the 14 that he had in 2021. But the biggest, biggest difference by far is those single-digit scoring efforts now, last year, he had two out of 29 games. This year, he already has seven out of 21 games in single-digit scoring. It's just been a completely different approach, and that comes from the different usage, especially early on and trying to fit him into that spot-up shooter box as opposed to letting him create in the ISO situations like we've seen before, in the finding his own spots on the floor like we've seen before. So after a season like this year, I can only imagine Jamison Battle will be back, but he needs to be a focus and utilized better within this offense. And with a healthy team, with possibly others taking on more of a scoring loader, being able to find a basket more often and more efficiently in better spots, guys like Parker Fox, Isaiah Enan, even a guy like Josh Ola Joseph heading into year two and just having more confidence, having a whole offseason of knowing what to work on and coming into their own that can at least threaten as scorers, that should help Jamison Battle step himself up to thrive more in 2023-2024. Now, I think the confidence in coming off the injury played a factor, especially early on, but the usage is what stands out to me more. And the more I look at it, the more I look into the numbers, I think we need to let Jamison Battle be Jamison Battle and allow Jamison Battle and Dawson Garcia to not always share the floor. There are times where we can let them be on the floor by themselves with a different surrounding cast, maybe players that work more efficiently to their playing styles in order to allow them to create and run the offense through them and then have certain packages throughout the game, throughout certain situations to allow the two to share the floor and really thrive and have a different attack, a different approach to exploit defenses moving forward. There are ways you can make this work to make it extremely difficult to stop this Gophers team and their offense and the looks that they present. And I think one of those is allowing Jamison Battle to be Jamison Battle at his best. That is going to do it for us today on Locked on Golden Gophers. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you taking the time. And hopefully we get to see more flashes as we close the year for the basketball team with the JMO we know and love because that dude is an absolute baller as he showed last night versus Illinois, a season high of 31 points and just a walking 
bucket. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Take it easy. Be sure to hit subscribe over on YouTube. That's going to do it for us. Row the boat. Sky, you mind.